go, folks. We're back with Inside Middle Tennessee on a standard February day. It's going to be snowing tomorrow <laughs> or sleeting or something. Is that what's going on tonight? Uh, it's not. Yes. The temperature is fixing to drop again. Uh-oh. Just be patient. It will be gone after it's snowing. We're in whatever, the spring of deception or something like that. We will that. take all the water we can get, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll take all yeah. the water we can get. Yes. Because we are still behind in, as, as a drought. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take all the, the rain. How far behind are we? Because we cannot be far. We are way far behind. Because remember, most of that runs off. They used to say nine inches, but I haven't yeah. heard anybody say like All that snow we got, right? Yeah. It, 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 um, share, it thawed so quickly that most of it just ran off. Yeah. Um, and then the rain we're getting are these big downpours. So we need we need a lot of rain. We're still behind. We need a slow, soft rain that yes. sinks in. What well, yes. took a long time for that snow to melt? Yeah, Dan. You know that's got to be pretty good. Let me introduce the players. I'm Jim Ross. We got Delk Kennedy, owner operator. Good morning, on the board. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim Ross. And I'm just. It's going to be interesting to see what Representative Scott Sapicki, uh claims that Delk is up to nowadays. <laughs> oh, Scott's over there looking at his betting sheet, so it'll come out here in a minute. So, anyway, we got the dynamic duo of Sheila Hickman and Sarah Elizabeth Hickman McLeod. We're glad y'all are in here. Good morning. And as usual, we got all kind of fun stuff that's going to be coming up. I would like to say on Super Bowl Sunday, they had a thing about the Greek. And Ellie Grace watched it because yes. Scott calls her Ellie the Greek. So and she got to see him. And she got to see him. Got to and see Jimmy learn the Greek. Jimmy the Greek. So she's like, that's why Scott calls me. <laughs> he looks like a rough customer. <laughs> well, he probably was at one time. He's got a little age on him now, yeah. I think. Yeah. He's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all—I mean, we all know this. I mean, we all grew up with Jimmy the Greek, right? Yeah. I mean, it was just his that prognostications on betting were there, uh, and that's where you know that's that's just him and Howard Cosell and oh, yeah. and Dandy yeah. Don Meredith, and you know it was just back when TV was fun. It was fun. I mean, you. you Howard Cosell would say things that were so outlandish. And, well, he, you know, he had a strange command of the language. He did. And, well, uh, Dandy Don wasn't any shrinking violet. No, no. <laughs> but it made for a very entertaining football game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if, they, if it was 48 to nothing. It was still entertaining to listen to them talk about the game. Oh yes, you know. So you know, we kind of got the same thing going on now on alternate channels when the when the NFL's playing with uh, Peyton and Eli. Well, they are there. so funny. Oh yeah, and they go at each other too. <laughs> you know, I, they pick on each other. Imagine growing up with all that going on. Their mother must have nerves of steel. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite commercial, and hadn't seen it in a while, of, and I forgot what they were advertising exactly, but they're walking down the hall, and I think they were behind their father, Eli and Peyton. The next thing you know, I think it's Peyton takes his leg and goes behind himself and kicks Eli with it. You know, and, actually, and anybody that's had brothers or two boys in their household knows that is exactly standard behavior, and you never, ever grow out of it. <laughs> Well, folks, as usual, we got kind of special events coming up. We've got a guest with us today, Mr. Brady Carr. And, you know, Brady, 
I'm going to let you have the microphone. You talk all you want. Well, about what I'm we got glad going to be on. here uh, with all you this morning. Uh, thanks for letting us come in, Delk. I appreciate that. Uh, we have some big news coming from Mule Day. Obviously, those of you that know, Mule Day is April 4th. And you're representing Bridal and Saddle Club. I am representing the Bridal and Saddle Club. I've been a member for 25 years, been on the Mule Day committee. Um, I produce produce with my team the uh, uh, program uh, that you've seen uh, for years and years. Uh, But Mule Day's, um, you know, this year it's 50 years of long ears. And in order to commemorate 50 Mule Days, Uh, In January, the Mule Day Committee and the Bridal and Saddle Club decided to do something a little different with our charitable efforts. And, you know, a lot of people for years that we haven't done a great job of telling people what Mule Day has done for Murray County. We spent nearly a million dollars over the last few years on projects out at the park that people don't know about. Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club funded uh, the arena out there, Mm -hmm. All all the stands, uh, the barns, bathrooms, you name it, uh, $900,000 worth of infrastructure. Uh, we support Murray Magic Riders each year. We donate to the schools. Uh, we help other civic organizations and churches that, that help us uh, because we just don't have enough volunteers, and mm-hmm. we need more volunteers. Uh, but what we've done is shifted gears, and now what we're doing, we've created a program called Mule Day Works Scholarships. And the Mule Day Works Scholarships is a program to help Murray County youths uh, obtain uh, vocational training. Anybody that's tried to get a plumber recently or or anybody that works in the trades, you all, we all know it's difficult. Now, Scott's and always been a big advocate of absolutely. that. Absolutely. And Scott and I were just discussing a moment ago uh, the fact that, you know, our jails – uh, are full of people with no education. And, you know, the, the key is get people when they're young and get them a trade. And if you get a trade, you step out in just a matter of months or a couple of years with a, with a, uh, a secure future. And a skill. And a skill that can help you and your family f- and change your life. So that's what we're doing. Uh, we are actually taking uh, applications now uh, for this year. We're hoping to be able to announce by Mule Day uh, several uh, participants that will that will receive funding. Uh, we're working with the uh, Murray County Schools, uh, Votech Department, with TCAT. Um, you know, one of the things we really need, and that is – uh, sponsorship. Uh, we have some great sponsors uh, that have supported Mule Day for years. We have uh, some new sponsors. Uh, we want to really go out on a limb and thank the uh, uh, Murray County Visitor Center. I mean, they are a huge supporter of Mule Day. Uh, Tin Pen Alley, Foster Insurance, uh, Murray County Farmers Co-op, uh, the, the hospital, you name it. I, I could go on and on. Uh, but the the big thing is don't forget your local radio station. Oh here. yeah, well yeah, well I started off with that, but I'll say it again. You I've guys only called us, about ten of them, so you, you know. guys give us uh, so much support. We can't we can't say enough good things about it. Um, you know, I'd like to outline kind of uh, overview of, of of who can apply. Uh, if you're if you are a resident of Murray County and you graduated either in the last two years or your upcoming graduate for this year, we're trying to reach back a little bit because it's a new program. 
uh, and a lot of times kids might have not applied. Uh, but if you're a resident of Murray County, or if you're an active member of the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club, uh, you are going to be able to apply. Uh, we're going to give preference to people that are active uh, in the in the community, active in uh, here, people who have financial need. Uh, one of the things we're doing different, we're trying to encourage applicants with a less than stellar academic career. Uh, those with a GED, a GED is required, uh, but you don't have to be a brainiac in order to apply for this scholarship. Mm -hmm. um, we need um, – uh, this is only for uh, career technical education and vocational training. It's not for degreed programs. Uh, there's a cap of $2,500 per year, and you can – uh, reapply if you are in a program that is it is more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, you can reapply for a second year. Um, we would hope to have applications in by the 11th of March, so we can. We'd love to be able to announce some of these uh, new students and new uh, uh, funding uh, by Mule Day. So uh, we look forward to hearing from that. You know, some of the things. Uh, one of the things people don't really understand about Mule Day is the amount of money it takes to put Mule Day on. It's oh, yeah. astronomical. Um, and it's about $150,000 to $175,000 flat cost up front to do it every year. As everybody in Murray County knows, we just came out of the COVID shutdown, so we missed Mule Day for two years. The first Mule Day that was, that was canceled was canceled, as we all know, at the last minute. 90% of the funding had already been spent. So it put us in a bind. Yeah. We're not out of the financial crunch yet, but we're in a lot better shape than we were. But, you know, insurance alone is $35,000. Uh, security. Oh, wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. And about 17000 or so of that is just for the parade, the liability for the parade. Well, you need some. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, sheriffs and EMTs, overtime, about twenty five k. Some of the things we need sponsors for aren't real, um, what would you say, glamorous. glamorous? That's the word. <laughs> because we spend $10,000 a year on porta potties and trash collection. You know what I mean? A so, necessity. Somebody, somebody's got to buy gas for the Big Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golf carts, food for the volunteers. You know, a lot of people don't Street know we sweeper. have trustees working out there for a month before and after meal day in preparation. So uh, office staff and expense, just huge. The, we need all the help we can get. We're reaching out now to companies around. If there are any companies that would like to um, join us as a sponsor or a supporter, uh, they can go to uh, the Mule Day website or they can contact me uh, at muledayworks at gmail.com. Uh, numbers are all on the website where you can reach us. And, um, you know. All right, now we won't slow down on that one so everybody right. knows. Mule Day Works. So it is plural. It is plural. MuleDayWorks at gmail.com okay. will get you in direct contact with me. Okay. I'm the chairman of the committee that's that's handling the, the scholarship. Mandy Mills is my co-chair, and uh, she works in a Mule Day office. So, yeah, yeah. good. So – uh, keep on going. Well, you we got know, three minutes so, till break. Uh, so three. meal day this year is April the. It is April fourth to the seventh. Okay. And um, 
and we are going to be um, hopefully announcing this scholarship before that. Uh, we've got a lot of fun things. We got some new things going on. We have on Thursday night. We have a, a a wild donkey sorting. This should be a hoot. Uh, it's a new thing for Thursday night, and uh, as 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 y'all know, the the parade is going to be huge. Uh, we have a uh, announcement coming soon on the Grand Marshal. And uh, I think everybody's going to like that. Um, myself or one of the others will be in <laughs> to uh, uh, discuss that at a later date. So <laughs> you're not going to drop any here. Hints, not going to drop you? any hints today. No, I'm I'm going to keep that back a little bit and uh, see how that goes. Okay. But you can go to uh, MuleDay.com/works. Uh, for all the information and to download the application so all you young people and parents that are hoping to get your kids in a way uh, career and technical education program uh, please go to muledayworks.com or excuse me muledaycom slash works and you can find all the information there uh, and we look forward to any questions or anybody that needs to participate scott what are the tcat schools in the area and in- you know what their majors are or what they kind of typically teach? Well, it's going to be more uh, school-specific. But in general, you'll have uh, phlebotomy, nurses' aides, nurses' techs, uh, dental techs. Welding. Welding. Um, HVAC. I think that was – I in think the, they do all that in Hohenwald. They do. They do. Uh, Pulaski, they do HVAC and some no, other things. No, they'll have a little bit of welding in all yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah, and then industrial maintenance. Um, excuse me. <laughs> industrial maintenance is big at the TCAT in, um, and welding in Perry County. They so. will be. They will start yeah. to be – area specific in regards to the economic needs of the area mm-hmm. so, exactly. so if you're in an area that needs a lot of welders they're going to offer more welding spots gotcha so. well you know and one thing too to keep in mind on that is that you have uh, a lot of people don't realize that the trades when they say the trades people think of welding and mechanics and hvac they don't think of lamotomy they don't think of they don't think of medical technicians they don't think of soundboard operators that's a that's a uh, quote blue collar job so there's a lot of uh, bro- there's a broad range of, of, of educational interests that fall into that non-degreed programs, and we're going to support all of those. All right, folks. Well, my soundboard operator tells me we need to take a break, <laughs> and therefore we're going to, and we'll be right back <clears throat> with Inside <laughs> Middle Tennessee. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hassey and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts, and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much-needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County, too, and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm.
And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee with very interesting sidebar conversations, <laughs> as usual, around here. We could not afford to put that out on the air. No. <laughs> the FCC no. would be down here in the street. <laughs> well, we didn't say anything bad. No. You know? It's just uh, colorful and interesting. Yes. Well, now it is that in yes. both, both of those. Uh, yes. So now we've got the dynamic duo here uh, up at bat. Well, so... President's Day is Monday. Yeah, true. So keep that in mind. Think certain things may be closed on Monday. Mm, yeah. The banks are closed. The banks are closed. The government School is mail. closed. School is closed. We never got off on President's Day. These children have got it easy. So you never got off on Christmas Day? <laughs> no. President's Day we didn't. <laughs> so in honor of that, I, I dug through some of the stuff that I have thrown. I have a basket, a basket under my desk, and if there's something interesting, I think I need to research or fling it in there. I fling it in there. So, uh, politics makes good slogans, and we're also going to talk about order of succession if something happens. To yeah, the we've president. gone over the past. Those slogans, a lot of them came out of yeah. Will Rogers and Mark Twain. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite one, Scott? We all have a favorite one, isn't it? I don't know. The best one ever created. What is that one? Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. Oh, that oh, one's yeah, a good... Same. Yeah, that was from 1840 with William Henry Harrison and John Tyler. Guess where I learned that from? School. History class. <laughs> Imagine that. You went to school. <laughs> you know, he also one, has a history one I remember degree. along that line was uh, was when... Uh, when uh, Kennedy was running against Goldwater. I saw, and there was a bumper sticker that said "Kennedy for King, but Goldwater for President." Oh uh, well, we had this big poster up in Mr. Barron's room. Went all the way across the back, and it, there was Barry Goldwater looking very stately, and it said, "In your heart, you know he's right." <laughs> <laughs> or the one that Delk had: uh, "If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit." <laughs> <laughs> Delk, you know he's coming after you sometime on the show. I'm that crocodile just laying in the weeds. You saw a zebra, didn't you? I'm trying to to draw him in. He's not taking the bait. No, not today. (laughs) He's too wily. (laughs) Ain't his first rodeo. No. So, but other ones uh, that I thought were interesting. Mine is don't swap horses midstream. Who was that? That was used in Abraham Lincoln's re-election campaign in 1864 to urge a war-weary nation to stay the course instead of voting for General McClellan. Learned that in school. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but the slogans have varied over time and, and everything. Hoover reworked Abraham Lincoln's and said, don't swap horses, stand by Hoover. So, Boy, Hoover needed all the help he could yes, get. They did, a chicken um, in every pot. But sometimes the right words repeated over and over again can make a difference in a political campaign. Because you can remember them when you get into the, the voting, voting booth. Um, so I don't think they're as clever with things like that no, anymore. But I, think I think television has ruined that yeah, kind of stuff. I think Where TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, <laughs> yeah. So a tippy canoe. And then we got 54. 440 or fight that was 1844 and that was for our very own james k polk and um this was to highlight his position on resolving the oregon territory boundary dispute and he ran against henry clay and henry Clay's slogan was who is james k polk and that was that was the new book that uh 
that Dr. Cheatham talked about at Kiwanis here a couple of weeks ago. And that's what happened when they nominated Polk. Relatively unknown. They didn't know who he was, and they looked at each other at the convention, and they said, who is James K. Polk? Remember, no television, no radio, no way to communicate except somebody on horseback took a note to the next place. Or a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Or a newspaper, yeah. And they were frequently old by the time they got oh, rid Oh, yes, yes. That's why it take it took forever for the notice for the war to end, to the get Civil to, War to get to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, then we got, we poked you in 44 and we shall pierce you in 52. <laughs> uh, the Pope retired after one term as president because he said he would only be a one term president. And, uh, Zachary Taylor became president in 1852, but in 1848, the Democrats ran Franklin Pierce using that slogan. And Pierce won. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, there was some others like, um, in 1856, free soil, free labor, free speech, free men, and Fremont. That was John Fremont. <laughs> That's pretty clear. Um, and then um, General Grant, U.S. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, in 1868, his slogan was, vote as you shot. <laughs> that fits him just exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and then Horse Greeley ran in 1872, and his... Uh, Slogan was, turn the rascals out. <laughs> well, now, who would he run against? So that would be 1872. So that would be... Oh, don't ask me. I, I would have to look that up. I did not write that down. But um, there were other ones I thought was uh, interesting. A square deal for all was Taft's in 1908. Keep cool with Coolidge. That's cute. That? <laughs> With Calvin Coolidge, um, <laughs> Herbert Hoover in 1928. Um, this was prior to the Depression. A chicken for every pot and a car in every garage. Well, of course. Why not? Um, so, um, and then Harry Truman. I'm just wild about Harry. Oh, Lord. And that's a song. <laughs> that is Harry's a song, wild too. wild about me. You talk about a guy that couldn't be any more blah than Harry Truman. And I'm wild about it like he's just some exciting. Well, you know, and had the hardest decision to make ever as a, as a U.S. president. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Coming, he did a pretty good job of it but, all. But he came in not knowing about the Manhattan Project. Uh-uh. It was, he didn't it was, know anything. It was kept from the vice president of the United States. Yeah. yeah. That's how top secret it was. And how about this? That's how good they were at keeping a secret back then. He yeah. didn't know. They had to walk in and say, Mr. President, we have this bomb. <laughs> what? Yeah. And we want to do what with it? That that talks, that speaks to the changing role of the vice president. Yes. He was just sort of a figurehead. He, he was a just-in-case. Yeah. Well, they still kind of are, too. Yeah. I mean. But, they, but, but they're they, brief now. Yeah. 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 They weren't. Obviously, Truman didn't know about one of the biggest secrets our military ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine that? Walking in and saying, Mr. President, we got to talk to you about something. I think you I know, might and, have and, fainted. And she, well, and Sheila and Sarah can tell you about the role that a prominent Tennessean had in bringing that project mm-hmm. to Oak Ridge. Yeah. yeah. Who was the secretary? Was he a secretary uh, of defense? Yeah, he, he he was going. He approved the and project. The, the, he said, just, the black let, me works, know, just the, let me know where it's going to go in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll find the funding for you, yeah. Mr. President. So just tell me in where in Tennessee you would like to build this. The secret city, Oak Ridge. That's right. It's a neat place to go. Yeah. And you know, in the in the forties when you know when when that came about, 
the, it was secret in Oak Ridge. Oh, yeah. There was n- nothing there, no way to get uh-uh. there, really. And they put the most secretive project that's ever been created since then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, the, in, ten- in Tennessee's Valley somewhere. Mm-hmm. Incredible. That's, yeah. a, that's a great story to read. Yes, yeah, it is. And I went there, had no idea. What, no. They went there to work, but they didn't know there's what a, it was. There's a book out about the women at Oak Ridge, too, the, the scientists and, mm-hmm. and that And then kind when of they stuff. built it, they had to get it from Oak Ridge all the way over to that B-29 yeah. to be able to drop it. Yeah. yeah. Think about that secrecy. I know. Yeah. I know. It's called TARP. And there are and a big tarp, a big tarp. But if you go to Oak, Ridge, we have friends that live in Oak Ridge, and if you go to Oak Ridge today, you can see where there were posts where there were, mm-hmm. you know, military people at one time. You can go to the play uh, to where the, all that happened, and there's a museum there, and all that. It's a neat place to mm-hmm. go. I got to actually go when I was younger. Um, to the museum on the do, on. Do they still require a 26 on the ACT to get into the city? Uh, no, no, I made 18, so I'm okay. Um, grand, Mama said that would be, be uh, irrelevant when I got over older. Nobody it. gives a hoot what you made on the ACT. Go on to school Stop and it. get your degree. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, they but don't. We digress as always. But, um, no, we went off on a tangent, that's but a okay. good one. Um, Ronald Reagan was It's Morning Again in America. Um, well, we liked Ronald Reagan. Uh, I liked Ross Perot in 1992 because he was on television talking about his political views and stuff. Ross for boss. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you you, you kind of skipped over FDR, did you not? I FDR did. had some good stuff. FDR didn't he? had some good things. Uh, Rose, uh, let's see. Happy days are here again. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's your song. Yes, yeah. it was a song, um, and he. FDR brought the nation through a really bad time. Oh, yeah. Really World bad. War, how you can't get much worse. No. 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 So, it, Scott's it, grinning. <laughs> he you wants say? to say something. Say something. No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, there are, there are pro and anti-Roosevelt people. Yes. It, it's not. It, he was very smart in realizing that the United States had to get into the war. Mm-hmm. If not, Europe would fall. Yeah. And if Europe fell, then we would have no stepping stone to defend Europe because Engl- if England falls, we're stuck. That's yeah. right. Well, also, and so he had to figure out a way to get mm-hmm. the United States into the war, and you read about it, the oil embargo on Japan. Yeah. Kind of forced their hand. Yeah. Well, but think, think if Europe fell, think of trade. All of a sudden, we're at their mercy on trade. They they could they could bankrupt us if they wanted to. Well, they would they would have solidified Fortress Europe to the point where it would have been ext- we would have probably had to go through Africa, and that had been just horrible, you know, mm-hmm. because would, there'd be no there'd be no Britain. Yeah, no. I mean, you can't sail across the Atlantic mm-hmm. with your invasion force going through all the German submarine wolf packs. Oh yeah, I mean you'd lose hundreds of thousands of men yeah. just trying to get there. Yeah, true. But- that's an, a good history lesson too. Yeah, yeah. We're just priming the pump. Here. Well, we're talking about effects of, and you history. can learn about that where, at school. In school. 
<laughs> and have a good history teacher too. Yeah. Yes. I had some magnificent history teachers. Oh, so. I am a history major. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have a history major, but I had wonderful history teachers. When I was in college, when I was undergraduate school, I took two quarters. I went to school when we had quarters. I took two quarters of the history of England, and I don't know anywhere. I learned any more than I did in that class. That was absolutely – I thought an English major, that would be a good one for an English major to take. And we used the same book they used at Harvard. And the question at the end of the the, uh, second (laughs) quarter was – on those little old blue books, I know I've told y'all that. It said, "Tell everything you know about Britain's role in World War One." And the second question was, "Tell everything you know about Britain's role in World War Two." <laughs> wow! Considering the Battle of Britain started in thirty-eight, yeah. that'd be a long question. I wrote question. every page and even the blue parts. <laughs> yeah, I wrote and wrote and wrote. I bet you got an A. I bet I did, too. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise. But I love that. That man was a magnificent teacher. All right, folks. Were you about there, you think? Yeah, if you want to. I'll tell you what, let's take a break, and then we can get Scott and talk about either sports or state or whatever. So, folks, we'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is my Mark Curry at the trailer store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing, life changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee. We just fought World War II in here. Yes, it was great. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we fought it in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, we have, of course, we've lost so many of those people there, just mm-hmm. about all gone, the people who fought uh-huh. those battles. I don't know whether, mm-hmm. I don't know who the oldest surviving veteran of the war if there is or there is oh, there is about yeah. i think they're like 101 aren't yeah they? Well, sarah, when sarah elizabeth worked at 1220 she worked with tuskegee airmen and there's still some of those yeah i got to interview one of them well my dad got in on the very front end of world war ii because he graduated high school in 1940 right before pearl harbor yeah and if he were if he were alive today he would be 101 yeah. So let's say somebody got in on the back end in 1945. Yeah. Then that 101 minus those four years. Yeah. If you were if you were if you were in World War II and you were roughly 17, 18 years old, which was just think about that to begin with. Oh yes. 17, 18 years old, you're approaching 100 right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, uh, we lost them all so fast. And what's crazy is, I mean, we have Virgil Ward, right? Vir- Virgil Moore. Virgil Moore. Yes. Served on a ship 
in the Pacific that wound up moored to the Missouri during the surrender. And I'll bet you Virgil back then was probably in his maybe twenty. Oh, he was one. These were my... these were boys. Think of like like Gabriel, my son, eighteen years old. Yeah, joining the military and fighting over in Paris, in, in, in France, right? Yeah, and, and never been never been out of the country. Right, and the and the boys from you know uh, Columbia or Lewis Lawrenceburg, right? Never been anywhere. Never, and and they're looking and there's the Eiffel Tower, right? Yeah, you read about it. Or they're in Italy, right? Yeah. Or they're in North Africa, right? Mm-hmm. You read about these places in Colombia as going to Columbia Central, right? Yeah. And now you're walking there and there's the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about what they had to live through in their life. Anyway, I digress. Well, the average age of the World War II guy was uh, much older than the Vietnam. True. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Vietnam War, they were they, it, the average age was teenager. Oh, I yeah. think the average age in World War II was like twenty two or twenty four or something that like sounds, that. Yeah. Well, and they drafted people all the way up to age thirty six, depending on need and specialty. Yeah, you know they wouldn't draft a thirty six year old unless they unless they had an occupation that they badly they needed, needed yeah. and they might they might draft him. Well, I, well, my generation fought the war in Vietnam, and and when we graduated from college. Those those young men who weren't going on to graduate school or who had some something pulling them forward in the education field, it was almost like the the recruiter was at the end of the graduation line signing them up, and a great many of those young men that I graduated from Lipscomb with just went right on to Vietnam. Yeah. Just went right on. Word of the day. Segway. You ready? Yeah. Sure. Speaking of battles. Scott's fighting a A battle. A lot of tournaments going (laughs) on. The battle on the hard court will continue, and it will continue here in Murray County. I know of for sure. Uh, Columbia Academy won the division region championship in dramatic fashion. Uh, In the semifinals, a last second shot, a last second shot won the game. And then in double overtime, a steal of the basketball and a shot at the buzzer won it for the Bulldogs again. They played a game on Wednesday and handily dispatched the team that they played, uh, I think Clarksville Academy, and now they're on the Murfreesboro tonight to play the Webb School. Columbia Academy ranked in small schools, number one. Wow. No, Columbia awesome. Academy. And then um, they'll, be, they'll be facing the Webb School. Mount Pleasant is 10th in, in the small schools, so I think they're still in – are they still in the tournament, Del? Mount Pleasant basketball? Oh, Scott, you woke me up over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, anyway – if they are, we'll be watching them. Uh, <laughs> girls is much different. It is. It is. I'm telling you, the small class girls basketball rankings it in is, Lower Middle Tennessee. It is Middle Tennessee, Woo, folks. Wayne County is. at number two, Summertown at number three, Richland number seven, and the Lady Mustangs at Loretto, twenty-one and three, number ten. Lots of good girl, lady basketball. Oh this, yeah. This has always oh, been a powerhouse a for girls bit. basketball. Always. Oh, Pat Summit lived down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just about. And then the big, uh, well, the big, the game between Tennessee and uh, Vanderbilt uh, will be on Saturday at 6 p.m. at Vanderbilt, I believe. No, 5 p.m. Those times are Eastern. Eastern time. Sorry about that. Um, it's 5 o'clock against Vanderbilt. Uh, we've got some other – Tennessee comes in ranked eighth in the country at 17 and 6, South Carolina 11, Auburn 13, Alabama Oh, big yawn. Fifteen, and then Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky comes in at twenty-second, uh, starting to see a little separation in in the bottom ten of the top twenty-five. Starting to pick up some losses, uh, but uh, UConn continues to drive it home with Purdue, both twenty-two and two. So excellent two basketball teams. Houston coming in at twenty-one and three. Goodness. So Christ. a lot of good basketball. We are almost to. 
March, March Madness. Madness. The most unproductive week ever in, in jobs <laughs> in, the state, in, our, in our country. Uh, so that's what's going on in sports. Uh, and uh, football, spring football is about uh, two months away. College two football. Two months or two weeks? I uh, thought they did in March. Well, uh, it's April. The spring game is in okay. April. So that's when you kind of, that's when the second part of the transfer portal opens up. And so guys that don't make the uh, aren't on the team in the position they think they are, that's when they're able to hit the transfer portal one Good more time. Grief, and see if they can get paid. Yeah. So we'll see. Did um, you see that young lady who has broken the scoring record from Caitlin, Iowa? Caitlin Clark from she Iowa. Just absolutely amazing. And she, she might, threw up a bomb. She wasn't yes. two steps past the the half court line, and when she threw it, it hit nothing but net. And if you watch her, I mean, sometimes when you when you get further away, you kind of lose your shooting form. No, she's Dude, got she's, it. I'll tell you what, you don't want to play her in a game of horse. <laughs> no, because <laughs> hey, she's going to take your money. Hey, Steph Curry doesn't want to play her in a, in you know a game of horse. What's interesting to see is something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, like at the NBA All Star Game, have some of these great college shooters come yeah, out and play these NBA guys yeah. in horse. Yeah, wouldn't that be great to see? Well, she'll be probably I mean, number one pick already, in WNBA. So she's already doing commercials. Oh yeah, well that's that name, image, and likeness you can get paid for now. But uh, congratulations! I mean, that's a can you imagine breaking that? It's, That's awesome. And just dominate. And Iowa, you know, Iowa dominating right now the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, playing very well. Um, General Assembly, believe it or not, we are still working. Uh, <laughs> we we're so. in three and a half weeks in. Uh, the committees now are starting to get into full swing. A uh, lot of bills coming through. Uh, as Delk knows, cold beer is coming through. <laughs> Delk, very, very sad about that. I, I will go on the record right now that I am in favor of cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it as no comment. Uh, but um, uh, and there's a story behind that. I I told we don't have enough time for me to get into it. Maybe some other day. But there is a a a story. And like behind most bills up there, there's some kind of story about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about one of our representatives that had a horrible, horrible traffic accident coming home from session, where he was on I-40, I believe, and had a drunk driver come across the median on the interstate and hit him head on. Oof! And he survived. And the, lucky. Drunk, and the drunk driver, I, I believe, survived, too. Amazing. And so, um, anyway, um, a lot of stuff going through. No, and I'll go on the record as being against drunk driving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yes. And yeah. that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, also, uh, a lot of bills coming through on fentanyl use, trying to curtail that. Um, uh, we are looking at trying to figure out this vaping thing in our schools, which is uh, out of control. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to We're trying to put word out to the sheriffs. That we will stand behind you in enforcing the law. The law is under the age of 21. Vaping is illegal. Well, you can't do it. Having such a time with that in school. And if you have well, a kids that are under the age of 18, you got to stop this thing. It is hurting these kids. Is it Nashville that, that put in the sensors or putting in the sensors in the bathroom? Is yes. it Nashville that's yes. doing that? Yes. Um, you can. I've toured a couple schools, uh, and when you walk by the bathrooms, it's very obvious that you can smell the vaping products. And uh, we, we've got to get this under control. This is not good for these kids, especially the stuff, the chemicals that are being absorbed into their brains. We have to get this under control. 
um, especially in the formative years of, uh, and we all notice the formative years of the brain, you must be as healthy as you possibly can. Well, there, uh, will the penalty increase for those who keep selling that's to underage so That's one of the things we are looking at is the, f- the fine is static. I think it's $50 an offense. We're looking at putting it into a tiered where it might be the first five or 50, and then the next five or 500, then the next five or 5,000, and after that, we revoke your license. Yeah, I thought y'all uh, tried to do that last year. We did, but what happens is they just, after they get into that threshold, then they just change the ownership. Oh, And then the process day. starts over again. So it's we, we're working on that. Sometimes, sometimes it sounds like an easy fix sometimes, but you got to figure out how to work through it. Well, and they are uh, just uh, sly enough mm-hmm. to, to beat the system. Uh, looking to invest more money in our mental health trust fund to get those uh, those funds High, more dollar amount for people to be able organizations to be able to pull down or schools to be able to pull down uh, when you talk schools there is no mental health uh, evaluations on students without parental consent uh, we made that perfectly clear and everybody has seemed to agree uh, agreed with us on that uh, higher education we got some problems up there our <laughs> uh, we, our graduation rate in our community colleges is not what we want it's in the 50s uh, and we are investing with Tennessee Promise a lot of money and in our higher education, um, our graduation rates off of four years are abysmal. It's in the 20s. Uh, six-year graduation rates are in the 30s, so that's good news. But now you've got six <laughs> years worth of student debt. Lordy mercy. So it's, uh, we are facing some, some problems in higher ed that, um, as you know, I'm, I'm very heavy in the K-12. But I've been kind of getting pulled now more into higher ed to start to bring – Darth Vader in the higher ed. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's it, that's the job, you know. I mean, you you, you got to well, get things done. Yeah. Well, I taught at MTSU the first year that they had the Tennessee Promise mm-hmm. students. And there were some students in my uh, – it was the beginning of American history class. Some of them would have been better off to have gone to a community college for mm-hmm. a little while to get – their legs about them about remedial remedial things and collegiate just get used to the college feel Mm -hmm. and it was hard for some of them to even write an essay the hardest thing to realize is and and i had to go through it we all had to go through it but, but i went away to college right yeah is there's nobody making you get up in the morning to go to school. No, you have to go to class when you're in like growing up when i'm in a lecture room with a thousand people they don't know if you're there or not because they don't take attendance. Boy, they did where I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> so, you better be there. Um, but, uh, yes, education, uh, the uh, uh, AI bill and the math bill will be on the House floor next Thursday. Um, the bus driver bill will probably be on the House floor in about a month because it's got a small fiscal note to it. Uh, and then the uh, the big bill that everybody's waiting on uh, with anticipation, the uh, the education freedom bill, uh, that should be, if everything goes smooth, we have the language of the bill, we're cleaning it up right now, so it is what we want it to say, and then that will probably be released to the public probably next Wednesday. And will it go into effect next school year? Certain parts of it will. Yeah. Certain parts of it will have to be when um, our ESSA plan is amended. Yeah. Um, and certain certain parts of it will go, go into effect when funding is presented by the General Assembly. But it'll be a uh, on the House side, uh, this whole school choice thing will be measured. It will be um, um, not – it, it will not be what Arizona did. 
where they just opened it wide open and they dumped hundreds of millions of dollars into private schools just like that. The name of the game is in school choice, and we've always said this is if there's a if there is a student whose parents believe their needs are not being met, to just have an off ramp for them, as long as that off ramp is a productive off ramp. And so um, yeah, they can't flip just to flip. And and we're going to make sure it doesn't become a recruiting tool for for our oh, well, our private be, schools yeah. to steal all of our best athletes. We're not going to do that. So uh, we've had conversations all over. I've had conversations all over the country for the last three months, talking to state legislators, talking to departments of education, figuring out the pluses and minuses and how they did that and why they did this. And we're not going to make mistakes. We're going to we're going to walk this thing in. We're going to make sure it's the best in the country. And then um, the things we're going to do for public schools, I think, when we announce them, I think my my friend over here will be very happy with the things we're doing for public schools. Well, bless their hearts for helping so. the public schools. So, anyway, so that's where we're going. And uh, another pay increase for teachers. Uh, but we think, Yay. but we figured out a better way. We think to get teachers a more stable and a bigger pay increase, and that will be released in the bill. So, and I'm sure it's a short bill. Tell everybody how long. Thirty-eight bill. pages. <laughs> Just a little bit of light but this reading. This is this is not a bill. Well, now this is this is education policy shift. Now, will y'all go through it one word at a time? How do you do that? Uh, uh, I would pretty much guarantee you that I will have a major speaking part in the committee on this. Yeah. Um, and there's there's uh, I think there's forty-two different sections. Each section has to do with something different we're doing in education. Yeah. So each section I can walk people through. This section has to deal with this. So mm-hmm. you don't have to read every word to no, them. No. Because it's already been vetted. Well, it's legally it's been vetted. Yes. Um, now, I'm, I will trust me, I will read every word from eight different angles I can think of, right? Yeah. Making sure that the language is correct, because if you don't have the language correct, ask Frank nicely about how that works out for you, right, Del? <laughs> 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 All right, but I'll make sure the language is correct, and then um, we will go through it, and I'm sure that I will be... I'm pretty sure three dudes in a view might want me to come on and walk everybody through it. <laughs> yes, I'm, you know, and, and, and I know we would like that. So and I think there'll yes. be radio stations all around the state that I'll be going on walking everybody through exactly what we're trying to do for education. And I think when everybody looks at this, are there going to be things in there that maybe you don't like? Yeah. Well, but that's are, but, true but are there going to be things in there that people realize is, wow, we've been trying to do this for decades? Yeah, and, and especially in public education. And, and if you're an educator and you've talked to me at all, you probably know some of the things that are going to be in the bill already. So looking forward to, to, to that coming out. And we'll talk about, hopefully, maybe right here next Friday. Oh, good. Hot dog. It could be pretty good. All right, folks. Well, the music has started. And I promise you, as I always do, we'll be back next week with Inside Middle Tennessee. <laughs> it's always been that way. The one over there used to, when I was standing over, it followed me about three times a show. <laughs>